right, here we go. Recording. And getting ready to start video recording right now. Put that right here. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast again. The Bible is a book, but it's written by God. I don't like the way this is starting. Take one. I have to restart, but let's start off. Ready? Round two. Welcome to the Genuine Podcast. Thanks for hanging with us. We hope that you enjoy this podcast and subscribe if you like. Let's check into our current topic. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. So check it out. I want to talk to you a little bit about the Bible. One of the first things that you need to do if you're becoming a Christian or you just started is get a Bible. The problem is, is that there's a lot of Bibles out there and who knows what you're supposed to get. I would say that you probably need to get one that you can read. A lot of people think that King James is the only Bible that you're supposed to have. A lot of people think that King James is the only um, book that's actually holy and written by God. But the truth is the Bible was actually written in Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek. And so what what does that bring us today when it's translated into English or any other language? Well, it brings us to the point where we have to trust that scholars and teams who understand these languages, study these languages, and bring out the context of these languages have put it together in a way that modern users can use it. I mean, we're not using computers that were built in 1992 anymore. We're building with what we have today. And the truth is, is we have a lot of good English versions today. Now, the other versions, truthful, truth be told, there's a lot of other languages that haven't been translated since a long time ago. And they need to kind of be redone. But if you're an English speaker, there's a few versions I recommend to start off with. One, New Living Translation. It's probably the easiest for almost every education level. If your reading level is fifth grade, you can read it. If it's college, you can read it, obviously. But I think it helps, and it helps even other people to understand. Um, New King James, it's a little bit higher. Um, There's a couple new versions of New King James, Modern English Version, the MEV. Holman Christian Standard is kind of an upgraded version of New King James. Uh, they've come out with another one, and I forgot what it's called at the moment, but I'll find out maybe throw it into the next podcast. But it's a newer upgraded version as well of the same thing. And you can find um, a couple of other versions that you like that maybe it's the translator's purpose to bring out something or bring out uh, specific things involved in the Bible. Uh, for example, the Passion Translation, which I think I mentioned in the last podcast or Uh, Depending if this is the first podcast I uh, put up, we'll see. But uh, the message, um, the Passion Translation, um, there's a few others out there. You know, you can get Bibles for specific commentaries. Commentaries are Bibles that are put out with somebody's perspective, perhaps, or somebody's study. Um, Sometimes you have chronological Bibles, which I think is a fantastic Bible. Um, it puts the Bible in order of the way it was written. Something you'll need to know about the Bible, the Bible is not put in order to the time that things were written. It's put in order largely by size. In the New Testament, it's put down by size. And the Old Testament is kind of put down by uh, genres of time, if you will. Um, the time of the judges, the time of the kings, um, the major minor prophets. And then you have Psalms and Proverbs. Uh, Proverbs excuse me. And there's a few things that you might need to look into, but I would recommend if you're just simply going to go buy a Bible and you're not sure what to look for, well, when you get to the Christian bookstore, ask somebody. Tell them, I don't know what I'm looking for, but I'm looking for a Bible. And read some. Open some. Read some. See what's easy. I recommend reading a a passage in the Gospel of John. Um, John chapter 13, maybe. John chapter 14, even. 
Um, I would read a story in Acts. I would read in, or I wouldn't read any of Leviticus to start off with. That's probably not the place you want to go. You know, a lot of people are going to open up to start in the book of Genesis. When I introduce a Christian to a Bible, I don't really want to introduce them to Genesis. I love Genesis. It's one of my favorite books. It's, of course, the contextual history of how we're connected with the Jews um, as Christians. But I really want them to start, no, not in Matthew. I really want them to start in Mark. Why Mark? Well, Mark is the shortest gospel, simply put. Mark is the shortest gospel. It's easy to read. It's easy to get through. It's a wonderful perspective. It's actually Peter's perspective from what I understand. Um, and it's really helpful to kind of get through something and accomplish something in the Bible. It gives you a pretty good description of what Jesus' life was like, his apostles and his disciples. Uh, it gives you a lot of the healing testimonies. It gives you a lot of the uh, prophetic testimonies. It gives you a lot of the circumstances and the teachings of Jesus. And it gives you some unique values that, that really stuck with Peter and stuck with Mark and stuck with the apostles as they were going on their journey into um, being disciples of Jesus. So I recommend the Gospel of Mark. Um, uh, there's other books to jump into. If you want to jump into the love of God, if you want to jump into uh, the nature of God, I mean, read the book of Acts. Watch how God treated his people and what they did. Look at the empowerment that he gave them. And um, it makes you want to start teaching right now, but I'm just trying to introduce the idea of getting a Bible. As we go through these things and we start learning more about Christianity and life, um, I recommend you having a Bible close by. I always keep mine. Um, this was one. This is a New King James Version. Um, but I do have lots of versions. I have probably 36 Bibles. You don't have to get that many. I have 36 Bibles because I wanted different kinds. In fact, I even have some in different languages that I can't read. So some of them are just collector's items. But other ones are stuff that I use for study, stuff that I use for enjoyment. I read this one because I enjoy it. There's not much in it. There's no huge commentary. It's... Um, Pretty easy to read. I highlight in it some. Um, I have a few highlights in this one I just started. This is probably the most highlights. Uh, it's the little book of First John that I was starting to go through a study on, and I never even finished. So I have to go back and finish that. Um, but there are other things in here that I have, and it has what's called a concordance at the back. And a concordance is, is this little stuff right here. You may not be able to see it that well. Probably change the lighting here. But... Um, a concordance basically goes by maybe certain words that are found in the Bible and kind of give you a few pointed scriptures to help you find them. Let's say uh, the word believe or the word grace or the word faith or the word heal or the word healing. Um, and it helps you find certain scriptures that are perhaps particularly mentioned often um, in that particular sense, both in Old Testament and New Testament. And uh, there are some better concordances. You can even buy an individual concordance, which is a book that goes through the Bible and looks for specific words. There are online studies that you can have. You can get a Bible app on your phone that gives you multiple translations uh, of the Bible, and that would be uh, probably the most popular one is Version. You can look up the Version Bible app and download it on your phone, your iPad, or whatever you have um, that you like to use. You can use that. Um, there's a few other things about the Bible that you're going to need to know. One, I believe this is a holy book. I believe it was, um, a lot of people say written by God. Um, I wouldn't necessarily describe it that way, even though it, I, I, to some degree, believe it's true. I know that might sound conflicting if you're a Christian, especially if you're a theologian that's really tight on everything. So that's you, uh, talking to you. Um, but what I would say is this, is the Bible says that it's inspired by God. And what that means is 
God implemented his own plan, his own will, to put this together and keep it together by people he trusted and entrusted to do his work to keep this Bible together. You know, in the Old Testament, Jews memorized things. They didn't just have parchment rolls, you know, in their closet when they wanted to pull out the Bible. They had to memorize it. Um, only certain people could read. As time went on, there was some corruption and things, and only certain people were able to read the Bible because it was translated into Latin. Um, we'll get into that maybe sometime soon, but I want to keep these kind of short. Um, and it was finally translated into English and German and a few other languages very soon uh, after some big upheavals, if you will, in religious circles. And so now we have English translations and we're continuing to have English translations that are very easy to understand and follow. Um, I believe the Bible was put together by God. I believe men wrote it. I believe, but they didn't write it under their own direction. I believe they wrote it under the inspiration of the Spirit. So with that being said, the three things you're going to need to know about the Bible, it's historical it has historical context, it has stories recorded and have been accurately proven. It has cultural context, it shows the exact reasons why people were the way they were and what was going on during that time period. It's also um, accurate, and what I mean by that is it's accurate to um, what people have experienced in society and it's been proven um, by other scholars. There's a really good book that my pastor recommends um, called How We Got the Bible by... I want to say his name is, last name is Lightfoot. Lightfoot, yeah. Uh, must, must have had tiny feet. I don't know. Um, Gordon Lightfoot, maybe, something like that. I don't know. But you can look up How We Got the Bible. Really cool book. Um, but I believe that what's in the Bible is the records and testimonies of men who follow God, serve God, loved God, and were close to Him. And were also charged with recording and having His Word put together. So that's partially the Bible. Um, it's not everything. We're going to go through it. I'm going to use it for teaching. I'm going to use it for, um, hopefully quite a bit of things, um, uh, that you might need, but know this, that, that the Bible itself, it's what helps me on a daily basis. I don't think that you have to carry this around all the time. I think it's more helpful if you do, because I think you should have it in your heart and it should come up from you like in memorization. It should be a response. It, it trains me to think. It trains me to help. Just like a manual would. You know, if you if you were going to school and you were studying biology, but you had a physics book, well, you're not going to do very good, right? So in my opinion, the values that God has and the values that Christianity has are very different from every other religion, including Judaism, but very similar to Judaism. And we have Judeo-Christian principles in this country, which allow us to have moral constitutions, um, I think that the Bible is set apart from other religions and other doctrines. I think it's theology, but I think it's culture and society that's in this book. I think that the way we were meant to live is described in this book. How we access it is by learning how to do the things that are in it. You know, people say that the Bible answers every question, and I think that's true. However, sometimes i found that finding those answers are more difficult especially if you don't know how to go through the bible or find it or how to translate it and what i mean by translation is not just from greek to english i'm talking about how you understand what jesus was saying when he was talking in stories or parables as they're called how uh the apostle paul was talking to us today but yet talking to groups you know two thousand years ago how do we translate that how do we figure that out 
Well, I hope to help you with some of that. So sometimes we're going to do basic teachings like that. Sometimes we're going to go through things to help you understand and get started, you know, on your own. Um, heck, we may read through uh, the Gospel of Mark, you know. But no matter what we do, I want you to know that you need to get you a Bible. Get one easy to read. Go ask questions. Go get help. Go to a Christian bookstore. Like I said, the most common ones are Mardell's, um, Lifeway Christian Books, um, and I think, I think... Um, Family Christian is still open some places. I know ours actually shut down, but um, you can check it out. But I would recommend going to get one. Like I said, for most people that don't really read that often, I would get something pretty easy. I would get something pretty easy. I would not get the message or the passion um, just for study if you're really wanting to get to know God and things. I want to get a more balanced book in the middle um, uh, of of how it was translated and that would be more along the lines of the new living uh grade level wise it's really easy to read and um study wise there's a lot of nlt study bibles and you'll you'll find you'll come to find out that the new king james and all these other versions have shortened um uh, letter thingies you can call them whatever somebody tell me what they're called right now but like the nkjv new king james version nlt the new living translation um so you'll find those kinds of things and uh, and go check it out. Go get you a Bible and I'll see you next time on the podcast. All right. That's the beginning. All right. Bye. Hey, guys, thanks for hanging with us. If you enjoyed today's podcast, hit that subscribe button and share with someone, you know, follow us on YouTube, Spotify and iTunes, and we will catch up with you on the next episode.